Hi, I'm Colleen Caro. Welcome to Avant Grad Ohio Trailblazers. I'm here on the gorgeous College Green of Ohio University's Athens campus. This episode features my friend Leanne Ford, a 2003 graduate of Specialized Studies. Leanne is a celebrated, self-taught interior designer who is known for her natural minimalist aesthetic. I hope you enjoy this episode where she digs into all things Ohio and tells us a little bit about her trailblazing career. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Colleen. How are you? So good. How are you? My old bobcat friend. Yeah, it's so great to see you. I think the last time I saw you in the flesh was um, the last time you were in Athens, I think, unless you've been back since and I don't know it. No, um, and you were you were a newlywed. It was it was December of 2017. You were newly married to Eric. Oh, that's right. And I got I had to show him Athens, you know. Yeah, and we we had brunch at the Court Street Diner on Court Street. Just the usual suspects. I mean, yeah. we gave him the whole circuit. It was so good, so so good. Yeah. So a lot has changed since then. Yes, I would say so. Some TV shows, a baby, a book, bunch of houses. Nice light behind you. I know, right? So let's see which way, because I'm I'm looking at myself. This is. This is one of your lights. There's another one there. Awesome. You're making it look so good. Thank you. And then over here, see, I'm pointing to it. I don't know if you remember, you did me one of your like one line portraits. Show it to me. Oh my gosh. Oh, you framed it. Whoa, nice. Isn't it great? So the hair's a little shorter. It, it's, you know, but it's impressionistic. Yeah. Thank you for framing it. I'm honored. So that is my, um, that wall I call my power station. It's got like all my favorite things about like, you know, being a strong woman and being independent. And so that has a place of honor on my, on my power station wall. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So let's set the stage. We're welcome to my podcast. I can't think of a better person. In fact, this podcast is kind of your fault. Like you were the inspiration for this podcast. Um, we are talking to trailblazing alumni of Ohio University, and I can't think of a better person, a person who's always evolving, always just blazing your own trail, flinging yourself forward, you know, into new and exciting and sometimes terrifying territories and just figuring it out as you go. Flinging's a good word for it, actually. <laughs> Cal sometimes calculated flinging, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I would love to set the stage. How did you make your way to our little sleepy town, Athens, in beautiful southeastern Ohio? You're a Pittsburgh girl, and you're back in Pittsburgh now. You're back home. But how did, how did you make your way to Athens in the first place? Sibs weekend. My sister went to OU. So that is right. I visited Michelle? her. Yeah, Michelle. Um, and I remember... I, I visited her and I was like, this is the coolest little town. This all the brick roads, I mean the beautiful buildings and every the the vibe was so nice. Everybody was great, everybody was happy and content, everybody was doing their thing. And I just remembered that. Um and then when it was time to pick a school, part of me wanted to go to NYU and like go to the city. 
And I had this realization that I can live in the city for the rest of my life. And for now, I want to have a college experience, like the quintessential college experience. Yes. And OU is so that. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm, I mean, honestly, it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. I'd say top five. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that. You talked to Ohio Today, which was our alumni magazine, um, a few years ago in the fall. They did like a short little piece on you, and and you were quoted as saying, choosing Ohio University is one of the top five best decisions I've ever made. And I've made some good decisions since then, and it's still, I'd say, top five. All right, well, we're, we're doing pretty good if we're still in the top five. <laughs> That's right. You're, you're almost out maybe with Ever, my daughter, but still there. Yeah, okay. And the cool thing about what I love is when you went to school here is is like you you were you were being Leanne back then like you created your own degree right so like you did your own thing you knew what you wanted to do but there wasn't something that quite fit you so you designed your own degree That was the best thing that happened I found this little blurb literally a, a paragraph in the um in the what is it the OU paper Ohio today or is that what it is Ohio today well, Ohio Today is our alumni magazine, so maybe the newspaper would have been the Post, or maybe it was the course catalog. Maybe it was the course. Ca- oh my gosh, I haven't heard the phrase course catalog in about twenty years. I know some of our listeners are like, "What's that?" <laughs> oh my gosh, I found this little blurb about designing your own major, and I it was like this major light bulb went off for me, um, and I could create my own curriculum. And then I found um, Sky Cone was my uh, professor that signed off. Yeah. So I created my own curriculum. I did an internship. I did everything. So I picked all of the classes that I felt like would be good for um, what I wanted to do. So I did advertising and PR and um, any art classes, any graphic design, any retail, and I combined them and I named it Integrated Retail Communications, which I thought sounded very professional. It does. I think we should make it a thing. Oh my gosh, please do. It was so awesome. And then I was able to learn everything I felt like I could leave school and use. And then um, I didn't include econ or accounting or any of those classes that I had a tough time in. I was like, Let's, all math went out the window. Which probably was a bad idea, but I'm okay. That's okay. You've got Steve for that now. You have your brother. I've got a calculator. Yeah, a calculator, an accountant, and Steve. What more do you need? I wouldn't say Steve's the math guy either, so (laughs) us Fords, we're better at uh, words, I think. There you go. There you go. And when you ended school, when when you walked out of here, you head to New York. Part of my curriculum, I did a an a trim a quarter. What did we call it? Trimester. Quarters. Are they quarters now? They're semesters now. They were quarters. They were quarters. Yeah. I did a quarter at um, as an internship. So I got an internship in New York, and I left school um, early to go do this internship, and uh, it didn't go that well. I didn't really. It was. That's like a long, short story. But anyway, I didn't like that one. And I came back and had a summer in Athens, which it was like a great case of some, it was a disappointment that the internship, I didn't like it. It made me change my path of what I wanted to do in fashion. I changed kind of directions. And um, it was a great example of, I was like sad that didn't work. 
But then I ended up having the most incredible summer in Athens. I was so glad to have that experience of this sleepy town. Yeah, summer in Athens, like there's nothing like it. And then I was able to, you know, kind of redirect my path of where I went. Because I thought I wanted to do design. Um, and I then after my internship, I realized I was more of a marketing person. So I changed directions. So every great failure, you know, leads you somewhere better. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about marketing because you have this knack for building relationships, like these mutually beneficial relationships, right? And like building these great friendships that just like, they're like the gifts that keep on giving. You know, I would say um, I am where I am because mainly of friends and people that have, you know, helped get Help, we've helped each other and kind of raised each other up. And it, it's nothing's more apparent than you know, my, um, my editor friends. So we were all kind of interns in the fashion closets in New York City. And now everybody's come up and everybody's introduced each other. And the reason I was in an interior design magazine was because my friend Jordan told her editor friend. And, and I'm really literally 20 years later still great friends with all of them. And as we all raise up, we still try to support each other. It's a little gang, really. It is. And so that was Country Living Magazine, and that was your one-room schoolhouse. That's right. You've been here for the whole ride, Colleen. In Pittsburgh. I know. I never made it to the schoolhouse, though, which I'm really bummed about. I'm like, I should have just jumped in the car and driven over there. You would have liked it. You would have liked it. You're, uh, you're going to have to buy it next time it goes up on the market. Get you a Pittsburgh hang. Well, you have to call me first. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure you'll hear about it. Yeah. Was there anything that you felt like, you know, you were able to, like, cobble together this education that fit you? Was there any part of that that you feel like really helped give you, like, that marketing edge or marketing mindset? It seems like you already kind of had that going for you, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I think I... That was kind of not my natural state, but it was good to yeah. get knowledge and also experience. So, like, just I I would have to say the internship um, curriculum. So, retail department has a, a sixteen credit internship, right? And that uh, that was so amazing, and it's like getting real life experience while learning. So between classes. Because you come back to classes and now you have a new eye open of what you like, what you need to know, and you're able to go back and learn that, you know? So I, that was, I loved that. And then also just, I mean, there was a creative freedom that was at Athens for me. You know, I, there was only one clothing store, so I, Fig Leaf, so I would make all my own clothes. It's still here, by the way. Wow, that's so awesome. And they had like the cutest stuff and we'd all wear it, but I would, so we'd all look like twins going out. So yeah. I ended up like putting, sh putting marker on my clothes and spray painting and cutting them up. And mm -hmm. because we were in this little town, it made me think differently and be creative in a different way, which I loved that too. You know, it was, it was such a paint on me. It was such a, um, it was such a lovely experience in every way, I would say. I love hearing that. Yeah. And so you made a, you made a, a huge career switch. And at yeah. one time, you were, like, to make it work, 
because, you know, I know you, but I've done my research. You were basically doing, like, you went forward into fashion. You were styling for magazines. In fact, I got to be on one of your shoots, if you remember, in Long Beach. Uh, this was so long ago. This was, um, so my son Emmett, who is 15 now, he was a baby. And we went on a trip to California, and we went to this shoot for Foam Magazine. Yeah. And we were shooting, um, or you, were shooting in this Airstream trailer. It was like a bikini wow. shoot. Well, yeah, it was all surf. Yeah, it was all surf all the time. And yeah. it was at the home of these really cool, this really cool couple. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't remember their names, but do you, re do you remember it? It's okay yeah. if you don't. No, Melissa Carpenter. She's from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa and Toby. I mean, they're, they're, uh, they, they're from Ohio. It's cute. And they, they, I, of course, found them in California. You know, I like, I love the Ohio connection. It carries on anywhere in the world, I feel like. It does. It totally does. So you, you had that career and then you started getting into design. Yeah, so I was doing um, fashion thanks to OU, and I came out, I did my internship, and then I had a great one um, with a company called Heatherette, and that was so fun. It was a tiny company, and it was really three of them and me, and I was like, yeah, gluing sequins on sweatshirts and taking them to the post office and waiting in line. I mean, just bottom bottom of the ladder kind of stuff. And I loved every second of it. So I was doing fashion. It ended up being 15 years. I went from, um, P I went from helping and interning to PR. And then I went from PR to fashion editor. I went from fashion editor to creative director and styling and kind of just had this really fun path. And I hacked the system. I do all surf and skate. So all my photo shoots were on the beach and in tropical locations. And like, it was so amazing. And then, um, about 10 years ago, I did made my, bought up my first house and made it pretty. And it was in country living. Thanks to my editor friends, people started calling and asking me to design their home and being a freelancer. I of course said yes. And I called my friend, Dan Mazzarini. And I said, how do I, how do I, you know, how do I become an interior designer? What do I need to know? Like, how do I charge? How do I show them ideas? And he just gave me a couple hours in the phone and I hung up and I called these people. I was like, sure, I'll do it. So I spent probably five years um, doing both. So I'd be out like on a boat doing a photo shoot and telling somebody, no, this is the right sofa, I promise, you know, um, and then it got to the point where both businesses were so successful, I would say. I was like, I have to pick one. My brain needs to pick one idea and go with it. Yeah. And I'm so glad I picked interior design and just fully consciously decided to stop taking on fashion gigs and um, never looked back. So what would your advice be to someone who, you know, they're, they're doing the daily grind or they're doing whatever, but their heart is really in another place and, and they, they, they want to make that switch and, you know, and then they might also have like, you know, economic or like family or lifestyle pressures that maybe are reining them in a little bit, but, but how, how would someone, you know, how would someone get started following their dream? Um, stop watching TV. <laughs> Of course, you should probably keep 
HGTV on. But other than that, but um, I would say, you know, do things on your off time. Like, what do what you love as your activity, your sport, your craft. And um, as you do it more and more, it'll start, you know, becoming more valuable and more important. So for people who want to be interior designer, for example, I'm like, go help your friends push their furniture around and take pictures and put it on Instagram. You know, there's really simple ways. You don't have to quit your job and get an office and buy a printer to start doing what you want to do. You know, just do it and do it on the other hours and tell people you're doing it. My favorite thing is people want to help each other and, you know, they want to support you, whatever you're doing. So as soon as you literally vocalize, I am fill in the blank. I'm, hey guys, I'm doing photography. I'm doing styling. I mean, anything. People will find ways to support you and you just need to say it out loud. And yeah. start doing it. I mean, the amount of stuff I did for free is crazy. I, I mean. Those lucky, lucky people. I, I mean, I was like, I was practicing on them. Poor, like those poor guys were like, you know, I'd be like, I'll do this, but you know, I'm learning. So, so it was like, I took every opportunity I could. And I, and I said, yes, that was my biggest thing. Say yes. Till you get yeah. to say no. And you're really big on um, on not being afraid of failure. So you 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 have a book. You wrote a book with Steve. I have it right here. Work in progress. It's so so good. It's the thing that I love about this book, Leanne, is like you not only like just wrote this really fun book that like gives insight into who you are and and like your life journey and your wonderful family and all that but there's just so much good like life advice it's it's like a it's like a resource you know thank you for saying that yeah but even like you know i was i was looking at it last night and i stumbled upon the the part that talks about making eye contact and how like eye contact is one of your things but there's like a little call out in the book that's like what if you made eye contact in your daily life I'm like this book is so helpful to humanity thank you Leah thank you for saying that I mean it, it was I was like our story is you know they wanted us to write our story how we got on HGTV how we um how kind of being creative and inspired but uh I was like, there's definite things that we can do, you know, that I can say to help other people just think differently or bigger or from another angle, you know? Um, and I just wanted to share that too. I mean, it's more than just me and it's more than just our story. It's, it's like, it's the reader and it's what you can get away out of it. So, uh, I had one time had a lady tell me that most people see a triangle but I see a pyramid. And she said, like, you see the world from multiple angles, from up, around, and over, which gives you different perspective. And that was, I was this mega realization, like, whoa, you just explained, you know, so much. So yeah. knowing that, it's like, okay, let's help people look around and see the pyramid, you know? Mm-hmm. There are more angles than just straight on to any problem, any path, any career. And I feel like like failing through failing, you you is it's a new angle, right? It gives you new perspective. I mean, it's hard at the time, but it's actually the best. 
It's like, okay, I'm not good at photography. So check it off the list. You know, I'm not going to think I'm going to be a photographer the next 40 years. Like check, you know? So I, I would say like people have, you know, their pride makes them think that failure is bad, but the reality of is it's setting you into the right path. You know, I mean, it's relationships, it's work, it's everything. It's uh, just pushing you into the right direction. We just don't, we don't like to go there. Like, we like to decide what our fate is, but um, we can't. I'll tell you that. Right. There's a great, um, a great quote in here. Failure is the best sign that you're trying. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. It's right here. I, I, <laughs> I underlined it. Because there's this part that talks about, like, you know, what is failure anyway? What if failure is just a loving and kind nudge for us toward where we were supposed to be in the first place? Which is like yeah. what you just said about photography. And then on the next page, it's like, it's it's like, this is a Leanism. I don't, if you, if you don't remember, like, you need to, like, make it one. Like, it needs to be on one of your fun Leanism posters. Failure is the best sign that you're trying. Wow, yeah. Very profoundly I was like nine months pregnant I literally took that manuscript to the labor room with me to do an edit like my deadline was basically the same day ever was due I mean I that whole thing's a blur so maybe I should read it someday you should well you should you're gonna get to read it to her that's right well yeah she has her own copy that um Eric reads her sometimes oh well, speaking of Miss Ever, she's like, what, is she's like a year and a half now? Mm-hmm. She's a year and a half, and she's just chit-chatting away, just wants to talk about, you know, Wawa and Balloon and Ball. Balloon is a good one. Yeah. Watch she, Yeah, she's cute. So she, she's been so, uh, you know, special to have and to change. And the, she's really the reason we left L.A. We... Uh, when COVID happened, we were like, oh, my gosh, we can't just get on a plane anymore. Um, and then we just kind of decided ever needs to be with family. So we hightailed it back to Pittsburgh and um, are so happy and ever loves being around everybody. And we are so happy to be here. It's like an easy, nice life. You, and you had a huge welcoming committee just waiting for you with open yeah. arms. Totally. My mom says, pinch me, pinch me. <laughs> oh, I bet. She's like the happiest mom in, on the planet. So now that you're a mom and, you know, and talking about failure, you're, you're growing this little girl, right, to be um, confident and independent and not be afraid of failure. If she falls, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. How, like, how is that experience for you? How are you seeing that in, in everyday life? Because it's, it's harder to do. Like, it's easy to talk about, but it's harder to do. I mean, so far, I think so good. Well, uh, we're trying to, you know, literally, my, I, there's a couple things I love about Ever is she, every time she falls, which is all day, she just stands back up, literally doesn't, she just stands back up. Over and over. Yeah. She, like, doesn't cry, doesn't, she's like, oops. And she gets up. I mean, she, she, every time we see flowers, she stops and smells them and says, mmm. And then every time before we eat or go to bed, she says, amen, amen. So I'm like, those are my three proudest mom moments. I'm like, we're doing okay. Yeah, she's, she's definitely your daughter. Totally. It's like, those are all the things I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, I know what I want to ask you about. Um, of course, is season three of HGTV, Restored by the Fords. Are you still shooting right now, or have you guys wrapped? We are literally shooting. I, I had an install yesterday. I have an install today. I snuck out of my install to talk to you. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> yes, of course. So we're, sh and we're shooting our first two reveals this week, which I'm excited. And we're, they're now an hour. The episodes are an hour. Great. And we get to talk more about design. We dive more into the family and, you know, the the details of it all. And the season's all about people that um, are connected to their house. It's like they've either moved home, they've bought their parents' house, it's a family home, they grew up on that street. So it's all, it's it's now called Home Again with the Fords. Oh, that's so great. I, I love that. I love that that's the focus. It's so it's such a feel good right now. You know, with COVID, we're very we're so we're all tucked in, right? We and we need to feel cozy and safe and secure. So it's just it's so perfectly yeah. timed. And and I love how like thematically for your life, like you've just done that, too. I mean, that's like how like did you plan that? You know, it's just like so perfect because you've come home, too. I know we uh, we had a reporter on set with us, and he's like, "So, was this plan like was this plan to leave LA as part of you know the storyline and the marketing?" I was like, "I wish I was that good. Like this is <laughs> this this is a full fluke, and um, I am literally living what the theme of our season is. So, I mean, as a lot of us are, I mean, people are leaving the big cities, people are going to their hometowns, people are going to smaller towns." It feels good. I mean, I it's like literally getting back to our roots, and it's feeling good. I think a lot of people are happy. Yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't planned. It was just another another great Leanne moment. No, like, so weird. I, I think a good example of, you know, when you're doing what you love, and you're doing things for the right reasons, and you've yeah. been thoughtful, and you're intentional, things tend to fall into place. I agree. I agree. And... Like, keep it loose, you know? They they say if you are going to get hit by a car, if you don't tense up, you'll just roll over it. That's my whole life. Just, like, keeping it loose, rolling over the cars, one after another. And letting the universe show up. Like, when you show up to do something you love, the universe shows up. And just enjoy it. Honestly, enjoy it all. And, like, that's why my thing about failure, I'm like, this... Why do we feel like it's such a bad thing? Like, I just don't understand it. If it's, it has a bad rap, but like, like, enjoy it. I mean, if you, I know it's easier said than done for a lot of people, but I think we just need to change our mindset with it. So what's next for you? Yeah, so I do have um, my line, Liam Ford for Crate and Barrel, which has been really fun to put to, I mean, so fun to put out because I now can kind of give people things that'll look good in their home and like easy. I can't design everybody's house, but I can certainly, you know, give you what I think is the perfect white couch. And yeah. so that's been a major thrill and working with that great team. And then um, when people tag me on Instagram and show me this stuff in their house, like, People have such great style. It's been really, yeah. really fun to watch and see these and like, oh my gosh, there's my that happy vase and its new happy home, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's been, that's been like kind of one of probably my career highs, I would say. 
been amazing. Yeah. And then working with Heart Tools, which is a like so fun to me because you know I like to make, fix, adjust, mess with, and modify everything. So I literally get to do that with all my Heart Tools. So that's been a really fun partnership for Steve and I. Um, we're putting out. We just put one video out, but we're putting two more of little hangs we made for my daughter. So like a tent in a in a little chalkboard tent thing I made up. And I mean, all this fun stuff. So that's been amazing. And then of course, season three, which is taking up all my brain space. And do we know when season three is going to be? As of now, January. January. Okay. Something to look forward to because it's going to be a long, cold winter. It's be a long winter. I know it. Well, I hope they get these out sooner than later because um, we're having fun making them. Yeah. How is it going to be in Pittsburgh, like getting through a Pittsburgh winter? Have you wintered an entire Pittsburgh winter in a while? Oh, no. No. Uh, I like sweaters and I like fires and I have no need to uh, leave the house, so I should be fine. Well, let's jump into a few things just as a fun way to close. And this was inspired by um, Domino. Domino does these great podcasts, which you've done some. And you and Domino have this wonderful love affair. It's so fun. You just like, there's like a Leanne Ford page on Domino on the Domino website. It's so, it's the most. You have a love affair. It is. It's the most fun, uplifting stuff. Um, so they end their podcast with it's like kind of like a top 10, you know, just like a rapid fire top 10. So that inspired me to end with like your top Ohio's, like your top Ohio University things or moments or memories. Okay, give it to me. Okay, your favorite spot on My campus. Favorite spot on campus on campus was Jeff Hall, the dining hall. I just had so much fun there. We'd sneak so much food out of that place um, in my hoodie. Okay, and then. And then go ahead, ask me my next one. Favorite food? Was there like an Athens food? I loved the pita pit. Pita pit. Still here. Good. And of course, the pizza. Uh, Goodfellas. I loved Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas is the best. Jeff Hall Dining, by the way, has been all redone. It's so amazing. There's like a store. The students can just go in and like buy what they want. It's so super cute. It's in like... Like, I go to the dining halls for lunch sometimes, like, you know, back when we could, because the food is just uh, so amazing. Yes, yes. I I mean, it was amazing for me, so I, it wasn't that great back then, but I still loved it. It's great now. Those were, those were the old days. It's 2020. Um, okay, a favorite person, like, is there, was there a person you remember, a teacher or a figure or maybe a friend my favorite person I would say this is like it was I I mean I made so many incredible friends that I'm still friends with but first thing that comes to mind is my roommate Jessica freshman year roommate totally randomly aligned fast friends still friends to this day I love that the bobcat ties they're strong oh they sure are and uh, we lived in 353 in Jeff Hall I can't believe you remember that. Mm -hmm. I loved it. We need to go find like Jeff Hall 353 and put like a plaque like Leanne Ford lived here. I redecorated that place so many times. I'd move the bunk beds around. I Full configurations. That's awesome. What about um, an academic moment being that, you know, it was college and you came here yeah. to, to learn academic stuff in addition to like the, the whole experience? 
honestly, it was creating my own curriculum. That was so uh, freeing and exciting to create the curriculum, to work with Sky Cone and go through classes and why this should work and this, and, you know, that was a, that was a um, academic high for me. And so you mentioned Sky a couple of times. Was there a professor who stands out or was, was Sky it for you? It was Sky. Is she still there? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, tell her hi. Thank you. I will. I will. I will. What about music? You're a huge music fan. I know you love Josh Ritter and Nikki Lane and so many others that I yeah. love too. If you think back to your college days, was there like some music that defined that time for you? Mike Genovese was our friend who would play at um, – Union Hall, I think. At the Union, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the Union. And so we'd always, we were, we would always go like be his uh, fan club. And what do you miss the most about OU or Athens? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't miss anything. I just loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm lucky. I enjoy every version. Every phase has different perks. And like, I'm never, I never really mourn, uh, like moments cause I, they were so fun and I take them with me. So I can't yeah. say I miss it. I would say I loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. Well, that is a perfect note to end on. And you know, Athens is not that far from Pittsburgh. Believe me, you are on my list. I am, <laughs> I, I'm like, well, now that I live in Pittsburgh, I can go to Athens all the time. You can. You could, you know, maybe we'll rope you into coming and talking to some students or doing some super fun stuff as well as bringing Miss Ever so she can enjoy the beauty. That's right. Get her to the bookshop. Get her a little sweatshirt. Yeah. We would love that so much. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. I am so grateful for you making the time and space. I know you are working hard today. You've got a family gathering, you're shooting, you're just constructing and designing. My pleasure. Colleen, thank you for asking me to do this. This is so fun. And I love talking about Athens and OU, and I love seeing you. So this has been amazing. Thank you again. Say hi to Steve and Eric and Ever and everyone for us. I will. Well, I'll get them all in the car. We'll come see you soon. <laughs> all right. Take care, Leanne. Thanks so much. Bye.